0: Round the Back is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Round the Back and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Podnose or send us an email via admin at podnose.com.
1: Good evening, David. Good
0: evening, Joseph. How are you this week? Uh, yeah, well, uh, that's a good question.
1: Yeah, does it have an answer? Yeah. Good. Would you um, <laughs> maybe shed light on what the answer might be? I'm fine, thank you. Good. For asking. Yeah. And how are you? Mostly, um, <clears throat> I guess if you had to, kind of, uh, normal.
0: Yes. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, mostly normal. Still going with that. Um. Well got a t-shirt with it on as well now i should get them done what would yours be if we'd have round the back t-shirts with our own little things on them, trademarks what would yours be seeing as we're you know on the cusp of a half century here yeah
0: uh, i don't know i don't know actually what'd Jeff for dinner something
1: like that yeah i suppose it'd have to be that wouldn't yeah it? <laughs>
0: it's, a, it's yeah. a question that i've well you've taken it on but i sort of started it and i'm not even trying to be funny i was genuinely interested i'm always actually interested in what people have had for dinner yeah and you Don't are know. always trying to be so funny so tweet too. us <laughs> tweet us thank you uh what tweet us? what you had for dinner that'd be great hashtag
1: dave's what dinner. did you have for dinner <laughs> joe oh me yes uh, you um like uh a casserole yeah okay ca- just like a casserole
0: it well, like... so it wasn't a casserole but it was like a casserole yeah 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 yeah
1: do you know do you want to know what i had um have a guess was it salmon No. I have another guess. Did it have garlic bread with it? No. Spaghetti bolognese? No.
0: Chicken. This is the worst game ever, isn't it? There was chicken in it.
1: Was there? Yeah. Was it a, um, 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 the one with rice? You know what they called the uh, Chicken and rice? Chicken and (laughs) rice? (laughs) No. So nice. Don't
0: worry about it. Moment's fast.
1: Well, you can tell me. Could tell you. Yeah. Uh, I had I have for heaters again. Oh, for God's sake! You and your fan I know it
0: just seems to fall on the same day that we're. And that's why I stink as well because I cooked it.
1: I wasn't going to say anything, but now you've opened that door, you do stink
0: of spice, fi- spice, <laughs> spice. <Yeah. laughs> right? Shall we move? Yeah, on? Yeah, because we do some. Let's yeah. do. Let's. Well, start with news. We're going to start with news. Yes. And then the transfer deadline day was yesterday.
1: It's a transfer deadline special episode. So we've got transfer stuff. Oh yes. Uh, we also got um, Sean Dyche and his little brother Steve's take on the transfer window too and they're, they're the action, the Burnley action. Burnley, yes. Burnley. Some more features, not in my day. Not in my day. <laughs> um, a, li- uh, a little
0: bit, sorry, Oh no. a, li- a little bit on the World Cup that I'm running with at the moment, the groups. Yeah. And then, um, oh and you're gonna... You've got a naughty person.
1: Oh, we've got two naughty people. Two. two naughty people. Yes, that could be described as bastards. Correct. Yeah.
0: Right then, so, shall we? Uh, mm, news uh, first, uh, yes. I like.
1: And Dave, would you like to take over this week's responsibility? I think I should, in so case So that you... I don't have a, some sort of breakdown on air again. Yes, yeah? I think so, yeah. Okay, here, are you ready? Yes, I am. You got something in mind? I have got something in mind. Good, here we go. Here is the news yeah bah. interesting more uh, experimental more, more sort of a prog approach well to i it. thought let's just go um
0: go standard with it and then that didn't feel right so i just added in some noises yeah you, you
1: started off with a yeah more sort of conventional approach and then here's the news develop the idea this is the news here is the news here well here it is here it is here's the news is it me? Yes, it's you. It's me. Me's news. Okie dokey. So this is a actually a football related story. Wow! Uh, and it's about the upcoming uh, World Cup, which I am so excited about. That's this year. It is. <laughs> I, I get so excited about uh, international tournaments every year. They come around. Um, and do they ever come around every year? <laughs> I don't think they do. Well, Confederations Cup. Oh, well, you get into you get uh, excited about that. Copa do you? America.
0: Sure, you do. Yeah, the yeah. African
1: nations. You know, yeah. all of them. Just yeah. the
0: important ones, isn't it for you? <laughs> oh, all the same to you, those other nations,
1: aren't they? <laughs> get on with it. Um. Well, I just want to before I even read the story. I cannot believe it's been four years since uh, the Brazil World Cup.
0: No, it has.
1: It has, <laughs> mathematically. Yes. Uh, and and realistically. W- well, mathematics is. Relatively realistic, isn't it? Usually. Ways. Usually, yeah. yeah. So uh, the story here, my source is Sky News, and the headline is, Plagues of locusts could strip Russia's World Cup pitches bare.
0: Wow. wow. Apparently. there Back to nothing.
1: Back, Back to, to nothing. Yes, yes. There are fears that the insects might find the grass pitches to be too tempting a meal. Um, and it looks like um, Russia is potentially on the cusp of one of their... Um, Classic plagues of locusts that apparently they've been plagued with uh, numerous times. Oh, this is a common thing, is it? Yeah, it seems to be fairly regular. Swarms of locusts could ruin the World Cup in Russia by attacking pitches, authorities have warned. Pyotr Chikmarev, head of the Agriculture Ministry's Crop Farming Department, said a plague of the insects could cause a global scandal. And this is a A quote. Scandal? This is a quote from Pyotr Chikmarev. Yes, yes. Yes. What does he have to say? One way or another, we have spent... Uh, we Oh, let me start again, David. <laughs> One way or another, we have learned how to deal with locusts. But how do we not fall into global scandal with locusts this year? He said. No. And he's also half Dutch, just yeah, to let like, you know. And a bit Scottish at the beginning as well. money, <laughs> 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 Um... The whole world is coming here. Football, <laughs> f- football fields are green. Oh, love it where there is lots of green, how uh, would they not come to the place where the football is being played? He's very, very Now he's nice Italian. He? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like
0: him. he <laughs> you know can't what? make up. Where, he's, panicking, where he's, right? he's panicking. He's panicking. He's not, he don't, He's not the one that usually does the interviews. No. <laughs> he's, he's a bit busted by uh, the offering. other. Uh, it's uh,
1: Igor. He Igor. Comes yeah. oh, it's good morning. How are you? Dmitry Chakmarev. Yes. And his brother, Igor. 11. Um, <laughs> Seven cities across Russia will stage the tournament from June the 14th to July the 15th, including Moscow, St. Petersburg, Nizhny Novgorod, uh, Ekaterinburg and Kaliningrad. Uh, Last year, one of the host cities, Volgograd, was infested with locusts. So it does seem like, you know, news is, as we've discussed, news does kind of explode things uh, to be a little bit beyond realism. But, you know, if one of the host cities, Volgograd, last year was swamped by locusts... Then it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Can you imagine that? Do you remember... Are you going to say about the game with the flies?
0: Was it the flies or the the moths? Do you remember the game with the moths?
1: Vaguely, yes. Is that what
0: you were going to say? No. doesn't matter, does it? (laughs) There was a full match and there was all those moths, wasn't there, flying
1: around. Yes, and uh, a classic case of insects getting in the way of football Mm. was... um, I'm trying to remember who he scored against, but James Rodriguez in the World Cup in Brazil in two thousand fourteen mm. scored a goal, possibly against Japan. Right. I'm not entirely sure. And uh had the ball went, you know, they always run into the goal to get the ball when they're behind, they try and hurry things along. He yes. grabbed the ball and he was on his way back to the halfway line. And this enormous grasshopper, literally about that big, Dave, about, you know, I'd say about six inches or something. Right. Landed on his shoulder. What would he do? And he didn't know it was there. Oh, and he was running around with this enormous, great, big thing. Oh, all, shit oh, it could my... have even been a praying oh, mantis. He didn't know it was there. And um, yeah, I can just imagine, you know, games getting cancelled. And well, if they got no pitch, well, yeah, that's not going to work, is and it? <laughs> the root one problem. <laughs> yeah. No pitch. Grassroots so... problem. We... Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's my news. Ooh, day. That's
0: a good. Actually, a. Very informative and good story. Thank you. Thank you. Newsworthy. Yes, thank you. Um, Mine is slightly uh, different. (laughs) Um, And it comes from the Metro. And the headline is, Pensioner 80 pushed entire arm into cow's rectum and masturbated. What with <laughs> your what? face your face just dropped. I uh, I did warn you. You
1: did warn me, yes.
0: <laughs> you went, Yeah, go for it, it's fine. You don't <laughs> want to hear any of it first? No, no, just just do it. To I've dir- done it.
1: I've to done directly it. quote myself. You said I said, You know me, I'll find it funny. Doesn't matter if it's disgusting. You look horrified. What? So one arm was one arm was I- inside the rectum of this cow. Yeah. And I imagine he used the other arm to masturbate. Correct, yeah. Wow. Five knuckle shuffle. That's um.
0: Okay, carry on. I yeah, will. You sure? <laughs> think so. <laughs> okay, we've got that little badge on the podcast anyway, haven't we? Warning people. Yeah, explicit content. Yeah, explicit yeah. rectum content. Yeah. A pensioner has been banned from every farm in Britain after uh, <laughs> after he allegedly pushed his fist into a cow's rectum and performed a sex act. Uh, gives his name, so I'll read it. No problem. <laughs> Shall I? Yes. Yeah, it's in the story. Yes. John Kerno uh, or Serno? I think Kerno. How's it spelled? C-U-R-N-O Yeah, okay. I think I'll go Kerno. The Colonel, yeah. uh, 80 <laughs> was, he,
1: Does he like chicken? He's 80,
0: this guy. <laughs> Fuck me! No, still going for it, no problem. Uh, was found guilty of two counts of outraging public decency after he molested several cows on at least two occasions. Farmer's wife, Susan Howie said in Uxbridge Magistrates Court that she had caught Colonel twice with his pants and trousers round his ankles... <laughs> And courting her cattle. Courting her cattle?
1: Courting? Is that how the writer of this, this article courts people? I know. Trousers and pants around their ankles and a fist up the ass. Yeah. Oh, we're spotical. courting. Would you like to go out on a date next week? Well, you do have your fist up me ass. Yeah,
0: that's, I'm, I reckon we're past dating. Sorry. She describes her cattle as part of her family. Kerno, who uses a walking stick, doesn't say what for walking, or it could be anything, really, couldn't it? Knowing him. Was also spotted by two sisters from their home nearby who reported seeing him insert his left arm up to his shoulder (laughs) into the back end of a cow. He then allegedly performed a solo sex act, a.k.a. wanking. After his third alleged visit to the cows, the sisters called police who discovered him on a nearby public footpath. During his arrest, the pensioner told police, I'm not a violent person, I have a weakness with animals. I think they're the ones with a weakness. Uh, weakness. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Howie said, the cows are left unattended in the field, especially in the summer, and we leave them in there day and night. I went out in my white pickup truck. <laughs> Why do we need to know that? <laughs> All right, OJ. <laughs> and the gentleman... and it was a white pickup truck, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. That's what I said it. Okay, good. <laughs> and did you see what I did there? Yeah. And the gentleman was, <laughs> the gentleman was with a cow. He had his left hand interfering with the cow and his right hand on part of his lower body. His shirt was covering it. He was masturbating. You could see it moving up and down and his trousers and his boxer shorts were at his ankles. He stopped and looked up. He grabbed his boxers
1: and his trousers and ran to the style. Jesus. But the thing is, like, surely he's going to have, like, feces up to his shoulder. Yeah. And, and I hate to sound like a uh, victim blamer here, but... Surely the cow would want to leave, or would want to move away from <laughs> maybe Mr. They, Kernow. Maybe she or he didn't
0: want to leave. Yeah. Eh? yeah. Maybe she was there, he was just walking past, innocent. The cow's there, whispering its tail. Hello. <laughs> hey, big... Hey, Colonel. Fluttering its... Looking over the shoulder, yeah, fluttering its they eyes. They do have big eyelashes, don't they? Oh, they do, yeah. Hey, come get Daisy. <laughs> Winking at him. With their other eye. (laughs) Anyway, um, bail conditions were imposed, and he has been banned from every farm in the country. Jesus. I hope he's not a
1: farmer. I hope he's (laughs) not a farmer. Yeah, that would be maybe he's a vet. (laughs) (laughs) A a pervert vet. Yeah, yeah. Really? No. No, I can't see it. So there you go. Ah. Well, next time I, you know, drive around any farms in my uh, in my white Renault Clio, I'll keep an eye (laughs) out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) thank you for specifying. Well, you, which car it is. I've just going along with the precedent that's been set. Yeah. You know. Um what a news that was. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I don't know. That's that's what people do, isn't it? Um, that's what he does. Well, you know, I, I, the the use of the word courting did did really mm. uh, I find that funny. It's that old saying, isn't it? One up the bum,
0: banned from every farm.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> famous. You know, you used to us. say that at school. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right then. Thank you. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, before I go on to my next story, which is, Dave, conspiracy news, Yes, okay. which I know you've been waiting for with bated breath. Mm. Uh, I've got a couple of my favorite headlines from the week. Oh, yeah. So which gonna... I, I'm not going to read the story, just the headline, because the headlines are so stupid. The headline is enough, is it? Yes. Okay. And I've got two examples this week. Good. It's a nice and quick fire. Okay, here's the first one. Reese Witherspoon goes for a walk after joking she had three legs in Vanity Fair Photoshop fail. right yeah basically it's 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 wreaths witherspoon goes for a walk she goes for a walk the story with three
0: legs or with two legs no it
1: was after a joke that she had three legs oh right so she's got got two legs she's got two legs and she went for a walk oh wow amazing right and here's the second one (laughs) sorry (coughs) let me compose myself lost tortoise found 350 yards away after six months missing (laughs) (laughs) Ha <laughs> Yes! It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, that's isn't really, it? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's that's, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Six months missing. How long did he oh, oh, there he is! I don't know where he is. He's been gone for so long. Six months we haven't... Oh, he's there. He's on across the road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on in. Back home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yes, yeah, so, conspiracy news this week, Dave. It's a good one. Oh, well, they all are. Yeah, are. Yeah, we are. So uh, the source this week, again, I've, I've strayed away from the Express and uh, it's back with the Metro, yeah. uh, and mainly because I kind of enjoyed some of the uh, slant that the Metro put on it. They didn't uh, portray it as some sort of factual mission like the Express does, but they took the piss out of it.
0: Am I right it. in saying the Metro is the, is the newspaper of the London Underground? Yes. Okay.
1: The London Underground. Mm. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yes. The, um, the tube. The public toilet roll. Available on the no well, just a news just say newspaper. Newspaper then, yeah. yeah. Similar thing there, right? Uh here, here's the headline. Flat Earther. So there we go. Right straight in there. Gives you, you know. Flat Earther reveals the real reason NASA is lying to us that the <laughs> earth is round. The real reason So what's the pretend reason they're lying to us? Well the pretend <laughs> <laughs> Uh gravity and that yeah, yeah right okay. <laughs> so
0: whatever they whether it's a real reason or not they're lying yeah <laughs> essentially yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah
1: so what's the reason this week oh, let me get there first Yeah. this week the Flat Earth International Conference mm. took place in North Carolina so there we have it uh, I love that the Flat Earth International International can Conference. we go to that next year oh that would be amazing <laughs> isn't it? maybe our, our audience can fund our trip there well, that's <laughs> don't, not push, don't, push don't push it no oh, I'm trying so the Flat Earth International Conference took place in North Carolina, the most liberal and uh, you know, forward-thinking of states in America, of course, mm. attracting a swarm of people who genuinely believe the Earth is some sort of pancake thing. <laughs> what? That's how this article's written, which I really enjoyed because it's clearly like a little subtle, like, oh, this Oh, a bit rubbish, of a pop, are they? Yeah, which is good fun. What
0: happened to impartial reporting?
1: <laughs> Very impartial, yeah. Alarmingly, it's becoming a more and more common belief. If you want proof, just head over to YouTube and search the term Flat Earther. They're absolutely right. Scary stuff. Then feel your jaw hit the floor as you realise how many people there are who genuinely believe all the space missions are fakes, NASA is a fraud, and all the world governments are lying to us. But I... Okay, why would they? Why would they make all that up? What? Yes, I understand that there's a vent- vested interest in many cases to lie about things to make more money, yeah. or to you know trick people into buying this or to investing in that. Where is the financial or public interest uh, there to, to lie how to us that, about space? How did it start? Right, we need to start an organisation
0: uh, and lie to people and tell them that we've been into space. Why? No one's no one's even talking about space. Well, let's just do it anyway. Because. Let's just tell them we've been there. Yeah, but no one's mentioned going to space, so we don't need to say about... <laughs> well, I think we should start an, an organisation, starting with N. <laughs> Any other letters? Aye. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, one speaker, Rob Skibber, this is... What's her name? Rob Skibber, uh, mm-hmm. revealed something crucial, exactly why NASA is lying to us about the Earth being a globe. Skibber, a documentary maker behind such classic films as... Archon Invasion, The Rise, Fall, and Return of the Nephilim. Classic. Yeah. Absolutely We've classic. all seen it. You yeah. know. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, Rob Skibber, says, The bigger picture many of us have come to believe is hiding God. Sure. So, yeah, that's also terrifying. To me, that would be the ultimate motivation. Like many flat earthers, Skibber believes the earth is exactly like it is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a religious angle on it as well. Okay. And NASA and their co-conspirators... <laughs> a conspiracy theorist calling NASA a conspiracy. I just yeah. love it. Uh, and NASA and their co-conspirators are trying to conceal this fact. Skiver says on YouTube that the Bible is describing a snow globe, basically. When you break down the text of what it represents, there's no way you can get a spinning heliocentric globe out of anything in the Bible. Oh, whatever, mate. <laughs> I have become sceptical ev- of everything and I think rightfully so. It's sceptical of everything. Of everything. His life is a bundle of fun, isn't Am I it? saying this? Yeah. Am I really me? What's going on right now? <laughs> oh, uh, did I really just do that? Am I sceptical? I don't know.
0: Too many questions. You're dumped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with him. Oh, good. Not anymore.
1: Uh, and this article then goes on to discuss Freddie Flintoff
0: as well. Oh,
1: yes. And then... he, is, is he still a flat earther? Well, a couple of these quotes are extraordinarily ignorant. Wow. Well. And you know they they may have been you know a sort of something he was exploring, so they may have been taken out of context, so I do appreciate that. but uh, here's one of them from Freddie Flintoff uh, if you're in a helicopter and you hover, why does the earth not come to you if it's round <laughs> <laughs> okay, mainly because there's an atmosphere. Uh, why does it come to you? what gravity geocentric to the you know the center of the earth, kind of obvious really. He wants everything to come to him, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's um, another one, and this one is um, I d- I don't I have no words for this. Why, if we're hurtling through spears, why would water stay still? <laughs> why is it that Why is it not wobbling? was he when it bubbles or something? <laughs> also, if you fire a laser about 16 miles, if the world was curved, you shouldn't be able to see it, but you can. What, for 16 miles? <laughs> what he's not he's understanding got, he, is that... Where's he get his glasses from? The world isn't entirely, f- like, the globe isn't a perfect globe. No. Like... There are flat areas of it. Yes. Yeah. And there are also quite areas long of it that are, you know, miles, kilometres above sea level and kilometres below sea level. Yeah. It's not a perfect, so smooth globe. So the laser, globe.
0: it probably just went behind a mountain or something.
1: Yeah. Chill out, Yeah, Freddie. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So okay. uh, that's my conspiracy news. Uh, well, why is it that there's a conspiracy with NASA? Mm, no answer to that, really. No. No. Why are they lying? They're probably not. Good night. And there you have and it. And there you have it. And I'll tell you,
0: you I, I wonder if there... Are, uh, what isn't a conspiracy is
1: transfers. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, Cut that out. I don't know how many cons- transfer conspiracies, apart from the one, the, the one about Mourinho... Selling Lukaku and Juan Mata whilst being at Chelsea, so that he could eventually have them at Man United. But how, how would he foresee wow, that what he was forward go thinking? To... That is incredible. What, what a genius! What, what, just,
0: oh no, or, or Jose, just leave them at Chelsea, and then when you get to another club and you want to buy them, fucking buy them. Don't sell. What did you? What did you? Who said that?
1: Sell? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't agree some. with it. No, I think I've mentioned it on this podcast before, anyway. Uh. So uh, yes, transfer on that meta. Yes, please. Here we are. Transfer stuff. So it's
0: all happened. Quite a lot happened at the end of the transfer window. Oh um, yes, it was a busy day. Deadline. I eight. have got the um, the hot done deals. Hot on paper. You actually wrote them actually down. Actually, written
1: down on paper. Amazing.
0: Old school
1: in two thousand and eighteen. So
0: these are the big transfers uh, that happened in the Premier League. These are permanent
1: transfers.
0: Joe, you've got some information on loan deals. Yeah, we'll follow. I'm
1: going to do the in in in, in or impermanent. permanent in permanent. Yeah, unpermanent. Yes, non permanent. Non permanent loans. Just call them loans. Pray continue.
0: So uh, first of all, we've got the love triangle between uh, Borussia Dortmund, Arsenal, and Chelsea. Mm. So which saw Pierre Emerick yeah, moved from Dortmund to Arsenal. Yeah. Which uh then um Oliver Olivier, sorry, Giroud, moved from Arsenal to Chelsea. Mm, yeah. Okay. Interesting one. And then uh Michy Batshuayi moved from Chelsea to Dortmund. So a little go yeah, if you like.
1: A little triplet
0: there. Um you have so so yeah. I mean, what do you think about those? Good signing for Arsenal, I'd imagine.
1: Obama um, Young. Yeah, yeah. I, do you know what? I think the best signing of all of those for me mm. is Giroud for Chelsea. They wanted a big striker. They were after a focal point, weren't they? Murata. Do you know why? Injured here and there. Do you know why they wanted a big target man? Uh, well, what is it going to be? Tactical reasons, well, you, well,
0: which are every, I was every gonna, I was signing gonna follow ever on. is made I was for tactical reasons. On. Um, <laughs> Chelsea, in recent games, yeah. in many recent games, uh, have been not allowed. They've been they've cottoned. The opponents have cottoned on. their lights like play through the middle of the park, yeah. and they've been forced out wide, which has resulted in a number of crosses coming into the box. So yeah, yeah, they want to make use of those crosses and get a target man.
1: Makes sense. Thank yeah. You yeah
0: um, okay more sign- uh, more transfers Matteo Debushi went from Arsenal to Saint Etienne
1: yeah it's a shame that his career didn't recover after all oh his no. injury problems because he was no. a quality fullback very good um, Aaron
0: Lennon or Aaron Lennon some people call him error, error. Everton to Burnley
1: yeah nice good deal for them he's still yeah. got some legs in him I'm sure very very got dangerous two, player.
0: Very much two legs. Two? Yeah, I saw them in the picture. Oh right. Um Emerson Palmieri, Roma to Chelsea, who is a I believe a marauding fullback.
1: Do you know what? I I'm not aware of this player. I don't know him, so he's I'm looking very forward marauding. to Marauding. Marauding. Yes. Isn't that sort of like what pirates do? Yes, he's yes, he's got a parrot on his shoulder. Parrot when he plays. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Sorry. Um Americ Laporte. Mm-hmm. Atletico Bilbao. To Manchester City.
1: Yeah, we talked about him last week, didn't we? We did. Yeah, Andre Ayew has returned to Swansea from West Ham. Good goodbye for them. They need they need a player like him. He's a quality player, I think. Well, you know, not like a top class player, but he's dangerous, isn't he? Yeah, he's dangerous. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Lucas Moura, PSG to Spurs. Yeah, I don't really know why he went out of favour at PSG because he seems like such a quality player. But I imagine he's probably not. I think he, didn't, the kind of he didn't have a very good sense of humour. Really? No, and that's they were just like, nah, you've got to go, mate. So you're saying Tottenham probably needed more of a winger than what they've got at the moment? Don't get it. Mora. 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 Oh, his name, right, oh, yes. bloody hell, mate. Sorry, yeah. Can't get the staff. No, no,
0: no, no, no. that was good, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's your big guns. Yeah? Yeah. Um, you got loans. Talk to, me, talk to me about loan deals. I've got
1: loans, and I've gone across the um, the entire uh, window, not just focusing towards the end, on just the, just the biggest and most okay, interesting that's loans. Right, that's, that's fine, fine. yeah. The yeah. uh, first one uh struck me was Elaki Mangala. Yes. Elaki Mangala. Yeah, Elakim. I don't really know how to say his name, so I'm sort of, doing it in a funny voice. Um, the sort of relatively, well, in Pep Guardiola's eyes, the untrustworthy... Big, strong center Untrustworthy.
0: Not just not very good, but untrustworthy. I mean, that says about about him as a person. Unreliable
1: footballingly. Oh, right. Okay. I guess. Not just like a thief or something. Nah. Do going you... to Everton on loan. To Everton. mangala. Good luck, Everton. On loan. Yeah. Interesting, because he cost Manchester City somewhere in the region of 40 million, I think. Pounds. And then for him to... Pounds, yeah. Not pence. For him to then end up as a loanee to Everton, you know... Bit of a waste of money because I imagine they won't be able to ship him out for anything, you know, for probably anything more than 20 no, million now. I should no. think. And of course, you've mentioned it already, but Mishi Bachwai going from Chelsea to Dortmund on loan. Oh, was that a
0: loan? I do beg your pardon. It was a loan, yeah, but okay.
1: you know, I imagine it's got a clause in there. They probably, you know, yeah, but he's still very young. How old is he? 22, something like that. Early 20s, yeah, yeah, so he's got a lot of promise. And I think he's a genuinely really good player, so I don't know why Chelsea have not really. Let Listen. him develop, but I guess they need this target player, so
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, an interesting one or uh, an interesting club, uh, in the transfer window has been Newcastle Lake, right? What have they been up to? Well, they had this potential takeover going on with uh, what's her name, Amanda Staveley, mm. rich businesswoman, and uh, it didn't materialize, so it seems like they realize that they ain't got no cash for the January window, so they've made three loan signings, okay. Um, uh, one of them being Islam Slimani from Leicester City. Oh yes, big tar- another big target player, big target striker. But he scored a few goals, but fallen out of favour there because I think Okazaki's back on form and right. Vardy's sort of irreplaceable, so he doesn't really get in the team enough. So probably a good signing for them. Um, and the uh, actually I'll come to the next one last because he's funny. Andy King, Leicester on loan to Swansea. I'm right, okay. He's quite a good player. Good yeah. signing for Swansea in their position. Yeah. Gerard D'Alefeo. Oh, Gerard Gerard yes. D'Alefeo. He was at Everton, wasn't he? D'Alefeo Gerard. Feo. Yeah, he was at Everton. Moved back to Barcelona, where I believe he was a youth player. Um, they obviously, they bought him for quite a lot of money. and Now they obviously don't really give a shit about him. They've loaned him to Watford. Oh, Okay. So back in the Premier League, Daniel Sturridge—that was a big one. Liverpool to West Brom. Yeah, he wants to play in the World Cup. He wants to play in the World Cup. Uh, he needs to um, stop being such so unreliable. Then, um, but West Brom beat Newcastle to sign him, and Inter Milan to sign him on loan. And uh, it's, it's interesting that a, a player like Daniel Sturridge would rather go to a place like West Brom than to a bigger club like Newcastle United. It's interesting to see there's like a paradigm shift there. Isn't he? You know. <laughs> And and West Brom are bottom of the Premier League at the moment. Isn't he from that area? He's from the Midlands. Yes, so that would probably be it. Family reasons. But um you know, they're bottom of the league. They're really not a good team this year. West maybe
0: Brom. he thinks he can go there and be the hero. Could be.
1: Could be. And uh, Alan Pardew maybe just talk talk a little bit better than Rafa Benitez. Maybe, Who yeah. knows? He maybe he might not be that, yeah, understand. <laughs> could could be, could be. Um Zhao Mario. I think yes. I mentioned last week yeah, that deal did. went ahead it did to West Ham he loaned to West Ham you know we've got a Euro 2016 winner there great midfielder so mm-hmm. well done West Ham and the last one Kennedy the racist okay. gone on loan to Whoa, Newcastle okay. the jovial racist yeah <laughs> 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 no such thing
0: Didn't, oh yeah was his tweets about China or something wasn't yeah like Chinese that?
1: people yeah. yeah yeah so Kennedy the racist gone to Newcastle
0: <laughs> there's, there's not any shirt or anything is it not yet and Kennedy the racist on the ball? <laughs> oh, Kennedy the racist has
1: scored. We should stop saying. It. Uh, yeah, maybe now. Yeah. Um, and one more little thing um, about Tim Cahill. Oh yes, Nos- uh, a lovely little nostalgic move for him. Yeah, yeah. Millwall. Yeah, so he... thirty-eight, isn't he? Thirty-eight. Yeah, he's re-signed oh, for Millwall quick. fourteen years after he left. Twenty-four. He was originally, when he left. Yeah, well done. Thank quick you. Quick maths. Quick maths. So he's re-signed for Millwall uh, 14 years later. He helped Millwall to the 2004 FA Cup final before leaving for Everton. Um, and another little fact about Tim Cahill, he scored for Australia at the last three World Cups, including his famous uh, volley against Holland in the Brazil World Cup in 2014, mm. which is absolute goal of the tournament, almost phenomenal. Mm. Uh, and it, obviously... I think his move to Millwall is because he's looking to make that four World Cups. Wow, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? That would be amazing, and you it's know true. he's still he's still it's got some truth, quality, mate. mate. He's still got you know some know legs I mean? in the old tugger. Going back to Millwall, <laughs> mate.
0: You know, get it, get done, <laughs> laid up the eep, get down there, see South London. of schools girls, mate. Uh, I'm talking, what?
1: mate. <laughs> How are you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Hey. How are you, mate? Oh, how sorry. you doing, mate? That's
0: how he talks, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh mate. It's my... Tim here, mate. I'm
0: back. Oh look, I've got my boots.
1: Can I come to the World Cup, mate? <laughs> I don't know what we're doing.
0: No, I'm let's me, let's mate? do something else. Shall um, we? We had, um, we do have a statement uh, regarding some the Burnley innings and outings.
1: Yeah, we've been in touch with the Burnley management, and we um, managed to get uh, a recording of of, uh, of this uh, from earlier.
0: Of yes, we've got Sean Dyke uh, speaking with his little brother Steve.
1: There was a couple of situations we thought might come our way, but the market is tough. We all know that.
0: Yeah, yeah, we all know that. Yeah.
1: We are what we are. Everyone knows that. We have to run the club in an appropriate manner. And that's what we chose to do. And that makes it difficult. It
0: makes it difficult.
1: There are certain situations where the money goes up and up and up. And eventually you have to say no. Not for us. It is what it is. We move forward.
0: We moving forward.
1: But I'm pleased with the other bits of business with Aaron and coming in.
0: you Aaron Lennon. Not in my day.
1: Not in my day. Not in your day. Not in your day either, or in really. my day. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. So what is,
0: this, uh, what is this snippet you have for me?
1: Well, it's something, Dave, that probably wouldn't have happened in my day, but I'll
0: read it anyway. Okay. Well, um, that's, the, that's the whole point of it, isn't it? What? It wouldn't have happened in your
1: day. Is it? What? It's called not in my day.
0: What do you mean? Do the thing, <laughs> do
1: it. Do the thing, man. Come on, man. Ex-Manchester United players' university plans approved sorry that's the headline X Manchester United players university plans approved excuse me <laughs> I wonder what I'm gonna read again members of Manchester United's class of 92 have had their plans to build a university and a student village approved really apparently so this is BBC is the source for this okay BBC news um the university Academy 92 is what it's called UA 92. Right. Okay. The University Academy 92 is part of a £170 million Trafford Council plan for the Greater Manchester area. The original designs were modified after locals said the ugly tower block was an eyesore. So they're, they're basically jumping on a, an old ugly building. And uh, so, but what is the what is the like ninety two University? What do you what do you study there? It's all coming up, mate. It's all oh, coming right, out okay. in the article, isn't it? Trafford Council's executive committee endorsed the proposals in a vote on Monday. Last week, the council said the offending twenty-story tower block had been scrapped in favour of a lower-rise student accommodation. Adding there had been ongoing engagement about the development. So let me skip forward to the bit where they actually talk about the university itself. Mm UA 92 is fronted by former Manchester United stars Gary and Phil Neville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Neville Brothers The Neville Brothers <laughs> The Gary Neville Brothers <laughs> <laughs> Yes The Gary Brothers Ryan Giggs, Nicky Butt and Paul Scholes And it takes its name from the year they started their careers at the club Oh I didn't realise that Oh that's, that's what it's it sort of... about Okay right oh, Okay yeah yeah. yeah yeah The university will offer sport, media and business courses And cater for up to 6,500 students As part of Lancaster University right. In partnership with Trafford Council and Trafford College So they've just got a lot of room in a university well, no, it's a separate building. It's a separate its own route. thing. A separate building. Um, but like licensed by Lancaster University. So okay. I guess the students will get degrees with Lancaster University at the top. Of it. And they all have to wear red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uniform. Full, full, kit. full kit, regardless full kit. of the course. Yeah, Full Manchester United I'm kit. I'm doing business. Get your shin pads on. <laughs> <laughs> get in the showers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, what? <laughs> <laughs> they, all, they all get like massages before the lectures and everything, you know, yeah. Warm up and <laughs> yeah. run around the classroom a bit. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, respondents, to the constitu- consultation, uh, respondents to the consultation said there was a lack of a plan for an enhanced evening economy. don't know what that means. It was no. an enhanced evening economy. No idea. And pointed it. to the poor quality of the physical environment and vacant buildings. Uh, yeah. So they just want to fill buildings? Yeah, it seems okay. like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so what you are you saying? You, you're not in your day? No. <laughs> what but, are you saying? I'm saying, well, I can't imagine Gaza and no. I don't know, who else, McManaman, yeah. teaming up, or Robbie Fowler, it's two two Scousers, Robbie Fowler and McManaman, teaming up, right, and maybe Michael Owen as well, who yeah. else? Ian Rush's headmaster. Yeah, teaming up to redevelop part of the centre of Liverpool. Can John you, Barnes, PE teacher. Barnes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and music, obviously. Oh, yeah. Rap. Yeah, and Dion Dublin's dube. All the good stuff. I yeah. can't imagine them doing that. It's not going to happen. This class of ninety-two boys—they think they're big business. Oh, now, that's don't fine.
0: They. I want to see them in the classroom, getting their hands dirty.
1: <laughs> well, not getting. their I mean, you know, with chalk on the chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing weird. No. Um, but also, the, the the very end of this article says on Monday, Gary Neville and Ryan Giggs's two hundred million pound plan to redevelop part of Manchester City Centre was snubbed for a second time by conservationists. So they're trying to basically rebuild fucking Manchester.
0: Gary Neville has got his fingers in a lot of pies. I know that he's a big businessman in Manchester. He's a he's a he loves his pies. He's a big man, to be fair. Is he? Now, since he stopped playing, is he? Not. I mean, not at all. But slightly uh, <laughs> rotund. Thank you. Returned.
1: Rotund. rotund. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. So that's uh, that's my not in my day, Dave. What did you think about it? I thought it was average. Would it have gone in your day? Would it have flied? Flynn, no, Flown? I would have, I would have, uh, I would have lost that. No! Not in my day. Good, good.
0: Ah, uh, Joe, you mentioned earlier. There's a uh, there, there was a World Cup this year. There um, is a World Cup this year. Yes, I think there's a it's World the Cup Wo- this I think year. It's called World Cup 2018. Is it called that? It's to, to, something to do with the year.
1: As the, is it like the UA92, the
0: university? That's... Yes, it's the year the World Cup started. Right, right. This year. <laughs> it's the year it started this year. It's the year, okay. So, anyway, um, what I've done in the past is, uh, well, what we've decided to do, what we have done, uh, is we've worked our way, what I've done, is we've worked our way through the groups. <coughs> cough it up. And we've picked out the, um, we don't want to say the minnows, the uh, the obscure yeah, countries. Yeah, that's fair enough. In, in each group. So we started with England's group. Yeah. And then we worked our way through group A, group B, and now we're on group C. And I have gone for the nation of peru peru yeah so let's right. ta- let's take a peruse over these facts shall we yeah yeah okay um peru uh their nickname is la blanca roja which means the white and red yeah they are white and red and also los incas which means the incas of course because that's where the incas came from correct yeah, yeah. In case you didn't know, in case you didn't know. Oh
1: God! Sorry. Stop lemuring on these jokes, Dave. Uh, I, I will. Capital city of Peru. That
0: yeah, it mm. is. That was well, right. Scrap
1: that one. Sorry, off. You've done sorry. The first one. Sorry. Okay.
0: In Peru, during New Year's Eve, it is normal tradition for your friends and even family to give you a gift of yellow underwear for good luck. Yellow underwear. Yes. But I thought they were the uh, Blanco A Rockers. This well is for luck. New Year's Eve, though. Oh, yellow, of course, it, it makes for sense for good luck. What? Yeah, they give you yellow under a New Year's Eve for good luck. Obviously, the government of Peru banned prisoners from using chili sauce in prisons in 1973, claiming that it increased their sexual arousal. Right, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know where they're putting it. Is is chili traditionally a um, aphrodisiac? I don't, I don't think so. I think. You have too much of that. It makes you want to do one thing, and it's not shagging, mate. No, it's it's uh jettison jettisoning the load. Yeah, as it were. Yeah,
1: I I did watch uh, uh an episode. Are you in, into Kirby enthusiasm? I think we've talked about Kirby enthusiasm. Yeah. One of the early episodes. Larry David goes to a house party in Peru. No. Oh. And uh, the he doesn't realise, but the guy whose house it is, he's a porn star. Right. And uh, he tells a story about putting a bit of tobacco sauce. Right, on his bumhole. Tobacco sauce? Tobacco
0: sauce? <laughs> what? What am I talking I've about? I've never had that. Tabasco.
1: Tabasco, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tabasco sauce on his bumhole Ooh. Uh, to help him keep a hard one during a porn shoot. Right, I don't so know. So that maybe what...
0: that's what they're doing. Is that what you do? to God. Well, It's a
1: story in a TV show. It might not be true. Mm. It's a documentary, isn't it? It was written down. Da- <laughs> it was written down as well, yeah, obviously, in true. a script or whatever okay
0: yeah. uh, next one Peru there is such thing as trial marriage this type of marriage exists in the Quechua tribe whereby men and women are allowed to marry freely and end their marriages whenever they like sounds right to me so basically just not getting married just, just going around getting
1: what you can try it on for a bit yeah, yeah. we're married for I don't know probably a couple yeah, of yeah we're not married now yeah not married bye, now. bye bye
0: oh I was gonna I was gonna uh, get undressed and make love to you yeah we're, mar- we're still married yeah still married <laughs> still married come on <laughs> But next week, nah. Nah, not married. Yeah, not married anymore. Brilliant. No thanks. Um, Peru is the only country whose name in in English can be typed on a single row of a normal keyboard. You check in to make sure that's right?
1: It's right. It's It's correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And finally, the world's worst soccer riot occurred in 1964 during a Peru versus Argentina match in Lima. After an unpopular decision by the referee, it ended with 300 fans killed and more than 500 injured. What? I mean, I shouldn't. I'm not. I mean, I'm. I'm laughing because it's amazing. What? I know. 300 dead. 300 dead at one football match. There was only a thousand there. That referee no, must it, have felt
1: it? pretty bad, wasn't it? What was
0: the decision? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was it? Just offside.
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ.
0: 300. Oh, no, Clearly on side by a yard. Right. I'm going to kill 300 people.
1: I don't think it was, <laughs> one, think it was person. one person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe it was. Oh, yeah, it could have been. Oh, who knows? Have machine have had a lot guns of in
0: 1964.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Of course they did. Of course yeah. they
0: did. You you were in the army. You should know that. No, no I wasn't. And I wasn't. Not in 1964. <laughs> I wasn't.
1: Thank you. Anyway, thank you. They teach you about the history of the armed forces when you join them. I was asleep. <laughs> Peru facts. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Very interesting. That last one—that was a real zinger. That 300 dead. Can zinger. you imagine that? I mean, Hillsborough was obviously, obviously awful, but 300—that's an order of magnitude more dead than at Hillsborough. Yeah. Crazy times. Absolutely mental. And it was in Lima, so Lima. it was on in the in the Peruvian bloody hell. <laughs> you can't get over it, can you? No, I can't. Do you know who one of my favourite Premier League players was? uh alan shearer not yes but not not because he was actually that good in the long run but he had his moments and he was just just nobby solano remember him yeah peruvian yeah that's why i brought it up
0: it's related to what you were talking about yeah i didn't yeah i didn't mention him once old nobby solano nobby solano
1: he was the first peruvian player to play in england that's right. That's a, f- a good fact. That's right. But right. I've
0: done the facts now, so
1: you oh, shouldn't sorry. actually
0: have said that. Sorry, sorry. Because that segment has finished. Oh, Uh oh, We'll dear. talk to you about that sorry. afterwards. All right, then. Okay. 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 Let's move on. Come Shall on. Shall we? Yeah. What's coming up
1: next then, Dave? Seeing uh, as you usurping me with one this week. We've got some absolute bastards. Have we? Yeah. Here yeah, they are. Bustard!
0: Of the week.
1: Oh, I, I, I swear it gets longer every week. Longer and more delicious. <laughs> it's, what, uh, it's what she said. It's what she said. What? Nothing.
0: Now we both picked the same one, didn't we, this week? We did a little bit, yeah. Do so yeah. you want to start You
1: start off with it? Should so we start with that one and then you can do your solo Oh, yes, yeah, so I've got a bonus one. You yeah. can do bonus your bastard. usurper. Go on, <laughs> bonus then. bastard. Uh, it's about West Ham, Dave. Mm. Uh, my source for this is BBC Sport. What's your source for it? Uh, yes, brown or red?
0: Yeah, no, just well, this guy doesn't like brown sauce. sauce. Oh, no, it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work. It's a I can't believe this. This is crazy to read this as a headline. West Ham suspend Tony Henry over claims of club policy against signing Africans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not funny. Don't laugh at it's it. It's not hey. funny. Well, it is funny because it's so it's funny idiotic, because it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, so. West Ham have suspended director of player recruitment. Director of player recruitment. Yeah. Basically, the chief yeah. of recruitment. Yeah. Recruitment chief. Over claims that he said the club would not sign any more African players. Just, for, that's it. Blanket,
0: no more Africans. Well, I've got this amount.
1: He's amazing. Don't want him. Not interested. Yeah, he's unattached. He's a free transfer. He, he only wants one pound a week. Yeah. He's incredible. Look, he, he's better than Tony Yaboa. Where's he from? and uh, Well, he's from Ghana. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) And take that stinking African with you. Not my words, his words. (laughs) He said that... um, uh, Hold on a minute. Uh, The Daily Mail reported that this guy, Tony Henry, said African players, and this is his quote, cause mayhem (laughs) when they are not in the team. And that suggests that, you know... British you know white caucasian or european players don't cause mayhem when they we yeah. know that for a fact but they do English almost goes on every the worst. story ever about from bastard of the week of players getting up to certain things jason Punchin attacking someone outside of a club all this like all these yeah. british players and, doing horrible things and how long
0: have we been doing this podcast joe what episode are we on 49 49 weeks and we've done a bastard or two every week yeah how many of them were africans
1: that's my point well actually <laughs> <laughs> very very few of them and I can't remember one but and we are the interesting the... thing <laughs> is most of them were not the bastards but a, a lot a lot of the victims were African footballers true you know yes and like this it shows how extraordinary ignorant this guy this Tony Henry guy is to say yeah. something like that
0: he was confronted as it being racist and he has he has a statement as a reply he said no it's nothing racist at all well, it is. Obviously it is. It's just sometimes they can have bad attitude. They can have bad attitude. We find that when they are not in the team, they cause mayhem. It's nothing against the African race at all. It's just sometimes they cause they cause a lot of problems when they are not playing. As we had with diafra Sacco. Actually names are not not even worried about naming someone. Jesus. He's left so great. <laughs> is that actually what he said? This is what he said, yeah. Oh, no. It's nothing personal at all. Sounds personal. He he goes on, not just Africans, I just find with Russian players that they don't settle in England. How many Italians come and settle in England? Quite a lot, actually. A lot, yeah. (laughs) Uh, He ends, as a club, we are not
1: discriminatory at all. Well, maybe not as a club, but you are. (laughs) You are, and I don't think you should be at that club much longer, you racist bastard of the week. You absolute African-hating bastard. What unbelievable things to say, with confidence, in a statement. Yeah. Like, does he have no social grace or self-awareness to know that what he's saying is blatantly wrong? Oh, I don't what think, century I don't think he does. is That's, he living in? I don't think he does. No, no. obviously he doesn't. No. What century is that guy living in? Seriously. Anyway, We're, and there's there's quite a lot of of like West Ham's you know quality first team regulars who are of African descent who are going to be thinking, what the fuck? Yeah. For example, uh, Chaco Cuyate. yes, African. Pedro Obiang, African. Uh, Jao Mario, who's Portuguese, but of African descent. African descent. (laughs) Angelo Ogbonna, Italian, of African African descent. African descent. Arthur Masuaku. African. And Edomilson Fernandez, who I think is African. He might, I'm not sure actually where he's from, but he's obviously of African descent. Uh, So basically, leave the Africans alone. We love them. They're not. They're they're all right. They are. They're more than all right. They're more than all right. Yeah, they're fantastic. There's been a lot of uh, fantastic Africans to grace the Premier League with their, um, you know, Mm. prowess. I've got another bastard for you. Continue.
0: It's uh, Arthur Masuaku, the uh, (laughs) African from West Ham. (laughs) What's he
1: done?
0: He he spat at someone, didn't he?
1: (laughs) But you could say that he was causing mayhem whilst playing for the team. Yes, whilst being African. Yeah. Well, he's
0: always African. He's always African. Yeah, yeah. I don't want this to become like a, you know, a thing. So... What? Well, why would it be? No, like this, between us. That, I don't want that to become a thing. What? That, that you've got out. Oh, this?
1: Yes. Well, oh, it, it, I can't really, it, that's just where it lives, you know. Well, keep it
0: all where right, it lives. Right, How's it, it? I'll put it away, fine.
1: Um, Arthur Matuaku
0: <laughs> has been given a six-match ban for spitting at Wigan's Nick Powell during the FA
1: Cup tie. Yeah. Not Good, well, I'd say it's a, a ban that long is, is probably appropriate, isn't well, it? How but... do you
0: feel about this? Um, ha- compared to a violent leg breaking tackle, would you get a six match ban for that? Um, I don't think you would do you it. Get, you get sent yeah. off, you get sent off, and then you, it... don't, you
1: get done for violent conduct when you get a longer band, okay? okay. Longer band, a longer band, surely, okay, and uh, like. You, the two sound, you know, one of them sounds significantly worse than the other. But actually spitting at someone... It's disgusting, isn't it? It's, uh, it's so low and disrespectful that mm. it does deserve a, a ban mm. like that, I think. Well, he was
0: dismissed just after a few minutes uh, after the half-time uh, when he spat at the Latics midfielder. Uh, Hammer's boss David Moyes was quick to denounce uh, his conduct as despicable. And uh, Masuaku... Uh, swiftly issued an apology. He said, I want to say sorry for my actions yesterday. I'd let down my teammates, the manager, coaches, board and the fans. I'm very sad because the manager and coaches have put a lot of faith in me, but I will work very hard to try and win that back. It was in the heat of the moment and out of character for me, but I know it was totally unacceptable and I will learn from the first red card of my career.
1: First of his career. That's first interesting. Of his career. Not yeah. a good one to get for you first, is it? Not at all. No. no it not... was I, the the best thing about this story. If you could pick a good thing out of a you know a well of shit, would yeah. be uh, <laughs> David Moyes' worst kind of well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh look, yeah. a well. Put the bucket down. Oh, it's full of shit. Full of shit. Not even any coins. Oh look, there's
1: there's a there's a bit of gold
0: in the shit. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm picking out of it right now. Yeah. Oh, it's sweet corn. Oh. Sorry. Go on. Uh, <laughs> The best thing
1: you can pull out of this well of shit it would be David Moyes' reaction. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of managers probably would have, uh, you know, done some avoiding of the question along the lines of the classic, "Oh, I didn't see it. I have to look at the, you know, I'll have to look at the tape later." Mm. Bullshit. Uh, David Moyes quite honourably came out and said it's despicable and he should be ashamed of himself. And it's his own player, and he didn't try yeah. and protect him from it. And I think that's well, great. you can't. It's exactly what he should do. You can't defend. But you know what I mean, though. Some managers would go, "Well, they would oh, I'd need to, oh, I don't know, oh, yeah, he's he's a good boy, really," and that kind of rubbish. Yeah, and he yeah. didn't. He's so. got
0: he's got a he's got a speech impediment, and uh, sometimes his his mouth is full of saliva, and it just came out as he was shouting. Yeah, yeah, none, none of that rubbish. None. Of Not buying it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> he spat at him. <laughs> so he's a spitter.
1: He's a he's a little bitty spitty.
0: So yeah, bastard. So f- there we go. Two bastards um, for your week.
1: Yes. Um, both of them pretty horrible, yeah. As well, very so horrible. We're trying to have some funny ones for our, I think, so. our fiftieth next week. Shall don't. We? Oh,
0: bastard of the week.
1: Yes, good. So we've got one of your classic little closing out features now, well, we, Dave? Well, what I thought I'd do, because it's been
0: a bit of a transfer special joke, oh, is yeah. I've uh, I haven't done this for a while. I've done some a lot of anagrams of late, but I've, got, I've gone back to puns. Okay? I love it. And these are players involved in transfers slash loans. Okay. Puns. Excellent. I call them transfer puns. Very clever. Okay. Very clever, yeah. So, and what I thought you could do is grade me on these if you want. How would you like, would you like to do this in the traditional A to uh, G? G? Really? Uh, th- Say A to D. They're all. They're not going to be that bad. Uh, <laughs> or do you do want to do, is there any, What are there any numerical grades that people give? You like could,
1: first, uh, two, one? Uh, yeah, you could do it university level. Uh, first, two, one. You choose. Two, two, third class. Or uh, past merit distinction. Mm. Or let's go A through D. It's okay. It's very simple isn't it? Okay, I'll start with this one. It's uh,
0: Pierre Emerick Ibaum Young, which I know is one we've done a lot of.
1: Uh, yeah, but give, it is—it's good. It's is a good one, but yeah. it's sort of—it's. I feel like it's been done. I'll give it a C. Ooh, okay. Positive C. C plus. Okay, fair enough. Um, Andre, are you having a
0: laugh? I'll give it a B. Oh, quite I quite like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Mitchie Mitchy bats are shy, which is why they only come out at night. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All <laughs> right, for that, you get an A for creativity. Oh, come on. An A for creativity. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, that, the subject was creative writing, so. You, yeah, yeah beep, okay. Beep.
0: Olivier Giroud Dog and the Dweebs. What? You never heard of Rude Dog and the Dweebs? No. Oh, Roll, you're, you're too young. That's the problem. D. No, come on. That's <laughs> right. People listening of, of a uh, who are older than Joe, and he's only 11, you will know that cartoon or something then maybe they won't rude dog and the dweebs it was rude dog rude dog yeah it was like this cool dog used to walk around and he just had this little gang of dweebs it was called rude dog and the dweebs right don't tell me what the Giroud dog and the dweebs Giroud dog and the dweebs maybe i'll up that to a c then okay fair enough um alexis dirty sanchez (laughs) obvious isn't it (laughs) it's good though it's a solid one i'll give it a b okay theo walker on the wild side
1: again it's it's creative yeah um, for, I, I give it an a minus because it's not Ooh. quite as good as the other one okay um
0: Zhao Mario brothers which is, yeah I think you've done that already um maybe okay b minus okay uh Daniel porridge
1: <laughs> you think, I feel like we've done that one as well I think uh, we've done it
0: with someone else all so. right yeah, it's good I'll give it a b I like it yeah um Virgil white van Man Dyke <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that maybe is my winner that's an A really? plus something. I like okay. it it's just uh, so simple
0: but it works Okay, yeah. I've got one more uh, Matteo Debucci on the left hand side <laughs> 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 Matteo Di on the left hand side yeah that's, you a, that? that's another A like oh that. good yeah. well I ended with my strongest thank you very much
1: you've got some pretty good GCSEs there yeah
0: I did in real life as well did you I won't disclose that information now though
1: no no I wouldn't
0: all A starter A were
1: they? No. A starter, A? Yeah, no. Jesus, who are
0: you, Frank Lampard or something? Nah. Mm. <laughs> they used say I was the Frank Lampard of my generation. Really? Which, which is which... same generation as him, brilliant. <laughs> really, oh, well, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, not far. <laughs> okay,
1: that's it. There we go. Thank you. 49 episodes. 49. And I think now we should take the opportunity to talk about what's going to happen next week. Let's take the opportunity to do that. It's a good opportunity. Uh, opportunity not. And one we should take. Yes. Yeah. So we are um, hosting a special 50th episode, a special episode of the 50th, because it's the 50th episode and we're going to make it special. It's going to be special needs. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's not going to be special needs. (laughs) So we have no disabled invited.
0: Oh, for God's sake!
1: <laughs> it's a joke. Oh, uh, yeah, good. Bring them. I saw what you did Bring them along. I saw what you did there. You did there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we're, we've invited uh, some of our closest, uh, hard die-hardest fans. Yes, to be part of an audience, and I, we think it will be about ten strong. Yes, it's a uh, crowd. It's I a crowd. It an audience in a sort of a soccer AM style. Um, And uh, we're going to be doing that live with them and getting them to chip in uh, with a a little feature from uh, your very own number one fan Dan and Johnny Evans will be joining us. Johnny
0: Evans is going to be actually in the flesh.
1: He's going to be there. Yeah. Uh, So we can talk about, you know, with him, like why he didn't leave West Brom. Mm. Um, And his condom machine. And his walk-in condom machine. More to the point. Yeah. 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 Which is, it just, it needs more explaining.
0: I don't think it does. No? I think it's everything you need. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> for a, I mean, if you want to walk in and collect condoms, it's everything you need? Yeah, for, yeah probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if, look forward to that. Yes.
1: So, if you've got any questions, any requests that you want to pose to us that we can then pose to our audience, mm. our crowd, and see how they respond, then please get in touch via Twitter at Round the Back Pod or Facebook.
0: Search for, uh, Round the Back on Facebook and our website www.roundtheback.com and we're also uh, on iTunes iTunes.com give us a review review.com yeah uh, <laughs> and the Android apps Overcast and at uh, what's the other one finger Castbox Castbox that was <laughs> a box I was doing with my fingers oh, right, there. No, yeah,
1: no. No. um and else? and we're on Podnos yes if yes you want so uh, please do tune in next week for our 50th episode it will be out by Thursday morning next week and enjoy yes and thank you for listening thank you for being with us for such a long time yes thank you we do genuinely uh, love you Mm? Uh, like you a lot yeah yeah. and then I go and spoil Mm. it all by saying something stupid like I like you a lot (laughs) (laughs) goodbye goodbye goodbye. (laughs)